Good morning, City Church. This is Harrison, bringing you a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. For almost six years of our time in Richmond, we lived in a row home in the fan. We didn't have a specific date that it was built, but it was somewhere between like 1910 and 1920. So it was old. And there were plenty of ways that it showed its age. It felt like we were constantly having to write someone a check to do work on the house. But despite that, I love that house, and I really miss it to this day. And strangely enough, one of the things I actually loved about it was its age. Though that could sometimes be a pain, it was also oddly comforting. I felt like since it had been around so much longer than me, uh, it would outlive me as well. And this may sound morbid, but to someone as unhandy as me, it was comforting. Due to the age of the house, it felt solid and trustworthy in a way that newer homes that I've lived in didn't. It felt like that house wasn't going anywhere soon. In today's lectionary reading from Psalm 119, something similar is said about God's word. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly fixed in the heavens. Now, we usually don't associate words with permanence. At that time, before digital technology, words would have passed from the mouth into the ether in a mere second. The written word would have, would have had more permanence, but it usually wouldn't last that long. Today, we have sort of the opposite problem. Words are preserved for as long as servers and hard drives last, but that produces an overabundance of words in which it, words almost seem meaningless. I mean, think about the long scroll of text that goes before your eyes every day that make them often glaze over. But the psalmist says that God's word is forever. We hear this, of course, elsewhere in scripture. Isaiah says that the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord stands forever. Jesus himself says that God's word is unbreakable. And even the existence of of the scripture that we have with us today is a testimony to this. In one of our Sunday formation classes, we're studying the doctrine of Scripture. Two weeks ago, we were talking about the trustworthiness of the Bible, and I shared some facts about the unprecedented number of very early New Testament manuscripts that we have, and that were, I think, uh, should inspire trust. Here's how one scholar puts it. The average classical author's literary remains number no more than 20 copies. We have more than 1,000 times the manuscript data for the New Testament than we do for the average Greco-Roman author. Not only this, but the extant manuscripts of the average classical author are no earlier than 500 years after the time he wrote. For the New Testament, we're waiting mere decades for surviving copies. The very best classical author in terms of extant copies is Homer. Manuscripts of Homer number less than 2,400 compared to the New Testament manuscripts that are approximately 10 times that amount. So, just from a sheer physical perspective, we can see that God's Word is impressively enduring. And this should inspire trust in the Bible. But of course, this wasn't what the psalmist was talking about. He's simply saying that God's Word endures because it's spoken by the God who is Himself internal. His Word never fails because God never fails. And that's why you and I can build our lives upon it. This is, in fact, what Jesus says that we should do in Matthew 7. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. 
and the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on the house, but it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. Friends, let's build the house of our life on the rock of God's word. As the old, as the old hymn puts it, how firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in God's excellent word. Until tomorrow, stay well and do good. Good Morning City Church is a weekday podcast produced by the staff and members of City Church of Richmond, located in Richmond, Virginia. To learn more about us, please visit citychurchrva.com. That's C-I-T-Y-C-H-U-R-C-H-R-V-A.com. And thanks for listening.